49ers cut back podcast time. Oh. And you know what we got to talk about? What about the guys that don't get drafted? Yeah, what about those Undrafted guys, free agents. That's what we need to talk about right now. Yeah, you know, we want to do this now, too. Yes. We want to do this now because we got our sleepers episode coming up. And we some do. of these guys may end up in the sleepers they episode. Could. Get a little more spotlight on them, a little more time spent on them. But a lot of people have been asking for the sleepers episode. They have been asking for the sleepers. It's, it's coming. It's coming. This isn't like George R. R. Martin and the Dragons in Game of Thrones. They're actually, it's actually coming. It's planned to be here before draft day. Like literally like the day before the draft and then the morning of. You're, yep. you're welcome. You're going to get it that day. Uh, but first though, guys who could potentially go undrafted that the 49ers could target, some of them they've already talked to as well. When it comes to the undrafted free agents, it's the area scouts that have had to keep a close eye on these guys and develop relationships so that way you can go out and get them. It's one of my favorite things to watch after the draft because it is crazy the rat race of these teams trying to sign certain undrafted free agents and give them money so that way they'll come there. You know, you have guys that will agree to go one place and then before they sign, agree to go somewhere else. So it's really fun and there's a lot of good players that undrafted free agents over the years, Raheem Mostert uh, is one that comes to mind right away. Aziz Alshair, uh, Flanagan Foles. There's a lot of guys right away that you can get. Emmanuel Mosley. So these guys are people to pay attention to. And hopefully some of these guys on the list land with the 49ers because there's a lot of really great talent that's going to go undrafted. Agreed. 100%. And the first guy on the list that we're going to talk about is a guy that you, chat, have been clamoring for. Yep. You've been bugging us. Not TJ Vasher, Gary. Stop it. Stop it right now. It's Troy Warner, brother of one Fred Warner, who Fred Fred has stated on the record is actually probably a better football player than he is. I'm not convinced about that yet, but what I will say is, is that he does have a lot of athleticism. He might be more athletic than Fred Warner, and that's saying something. Yeah, you know, he doesn't have as much size as Fred, and no. he, he's definitely a different player because Fred translated to the outside linebacker and then now inside linebacker role where Troy is more of a safety. Correct. I mean, that's really what he does and who he is. But I could see the 49ers going ahead and signing him because there's a lot of talk of D'Amico Ryans going to the three-safety look, which we kind of clamored for last year we did. with Marcel Harris, and they did it some. So putting both Warners in the box together could be fun and nickel downs. Um, so I think that definitely they have a leg up too. They don't have to worry about drafting him because – they know they got a good shot. He's going to want to play with his brother if he has the opportunity. Absolutely. And I think that Fred's going to push for them to do it. And I think they probably will do it and give him a camp look and see what's there. Um, if he makes a 53-man roster with the safeties that they have, I will be surprised. Mm -hmm. But I definitely could see them having him on the practice squad and him possibly developing over time. Because I'm not sure he's quite ready for the NFL yet. No. But I do like his skill set. I like his ability. And I think he could develop into something. Yeah, and he is athletic. He's extremely athletic. He Very. might be more athletic than Fred. And so, and that's saying something. Because Fred Warner is a freak athlete. He is. Um, so, I, I, I think it could happen. I think it probably is happening, in all honesty. I mean, think of uh, think of Mac. 
Yeah. Mac, the same exact thing happened with the Mac brothers. They brought him and the younger brother into Chicago, stashed him on the practice squad for a while, and this is a similar situation. Um, and he's probably going to have some some leverage on that, and that's probably part of the negotiation deals for one Fred Warner's contract. You know, maybe I'm more likely to stay in San Francisco and take a little bit less if you bring my brother in and pay him some and let him see if he can't make his way onto the 53-man roster. Maybe that's happening. And a lot of people don't realize that undrafted free agents would actually go undra- rather go undrafted than to be drafted in the seventh round because they can kind of negotiate and get signing bonuses and stuff that are different. And you get to pick where you, where you want to go. That's yeah. huge. Um, now, the 49ers could take a flyer on him if they still have 230 as well, just to make sure that no one else takes him or no one else gets him. It's true. That could be possible as well. But I think he's going to be undrafted and they're going to get him. I think so as well. I, I would be shocked if... Uh... If you got drafted somewhere by someone, uh, I just don't think he's ready yet, like you said. And I, I think he is a better undrafted prospect than he is a guy you take a flyer on around seven because there's just more questions up in the air about his skill Agreed. sets. But hey, Troy Warner, probably, hopefully going to end up in San Francisco with his brother Fred. And we got the the Warner brothers, mm-hmm. you know, the WB in the Bay. I like it. Nice. It'd be, that's all folks for other teams. That's true. It could be that's <laughs> all folks for the teams. Look at this man right here. Uh, another guy that could could fall into the undrafted category is a guy that you're familiar with, Quentin Morris, tied into the Bowling Green. Yeah, I really like him a lot. Um, think of an Algie Crumpler comparison Ooh, uh, like with him. Uh, I think that he's going to go undrafted only because of where he plays. Somebody could take a flyer on him in, you know, the seventh round and get him in there because I think he's very skilled and he's actually a better player than then people are going to give him credit for. Uh, his film shows that he should be drafted, but um, for some reason these guys fall through the cracks all the time, and he's a guy that I really like and I really enjoy watching. He's a good receiver uh, out of the tight end position, but he can also block. He's a good inline blocker and somebody that kind of checks the boxes, um, not someone that checks the boxes early on in the draft, of course. That's why he's you know going to be undrafted probably, but I would I would say if he makes it to the undrafted you know market, the 49ers should go all in on getting this guy because I really like him a lot. Algie Crumpler is a great comparison. Um, he's a, guy, a solid, solid tight end, blocks well, can catch the ball well, runs decent routes, good red zone presence. And that's what Quentin Morris could be. Yeah. Um, and he's not as super, he's not super athletic, like freaky athletic, but he's not by any means a slouch. Yes. Um, he just doesn't check off the boxes like a Brevin Jordan. That's oh it. no, not even. Not even. Or, or or yeah, any of the other guys. No, none of them. So and that's and that's the thing is right. It's like when you're going up against a Tommy Tremble, Brevin Jordans of the world in that kind of range where he would fall. You went to a small school, so you're not playing against big competition, and you don't check all those athletic boxes. You're going to drop down that list. You're going to be you know below where Kylan Granson's going to be, and it's crazy that he's even going where he's going in round six, seven, in that range. So uh, this would be a great option for the 49ers. Um, could be a great thing. We we are high and very big on. Two positions that not a lot of other fans are big on, linebacker and tight end. We feel that those are positions that they should go after and attack aggressively in this draft because there's options there to plug holes and shore up depth, which I think is huge for the 49ers because while they aren't they aren't positions of need right now necessarily in terms of the holes have to be plugged, um, they strengthen the team and make the team stronger. And the stronger the defense is and the stronger the team is, the better the team is. And I think to pay attention to the fact that the 49ers could add a tight end with Jordan Reed retiring and then also with uh, Chase Harrell being cut, you have an open tight end spot, especially on the practice squad. So they could be looking for depth in that area. And that's why this would make sense. And maybe that's why they freed up a spot. I could see it. Speaking of linebackers, by the way, we we're just talking about how that might be. We feel it's position to need. There's another guy, the gutter, Calvin Bundage out of Oklahoma State. He's an Okie and he's pretty gosh darn impressive on film. 
Yeah, another guy the 49ers have met with. Yeah, yeah. And he's a guy that can play kind of the base 4-3 outside linebacker or rush the passer, mm -hmm. which is something you know that I like. That's one of the reasons I really like Zayvon Collins, sure. and that's why you like Zayvon Collins. That's why I love Zayvon Collins. Um, this guy's another guy that can do that. He's, he, he reminds me of a poor man's version of Jamin Davis. Ooh, so like he's got him. a lot of ability. Um, somebody that fits all the boxes and checks all the boxes that the 49ers do, right? With the guys that they get that are undrafted at the linebacker position, super fast, super athletic, twitchy, and able to make plays in the backfield. He flies around on film. Man, he gets downhill quick. He really does. And, you know, once again, we're talking about adding speed, and that's what they do at the linebacker position, add speed that can help keep Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson inside the pocket. That's what you're looking to do. This guy could add to it, and I think he could be someone that they could develop. Mm -hmm. They developed Flanagan Foles. They developed uh, Alshair. Now it's, they could develop this guy, and he has a lot of ability. He could develop into something really, really special. And he's definitely faster than the two the guys that you just named. He, he looks quicker on film than Flanagan Foles which is, and Alshair. He does look faster, which is crazy because those guys are fast. Yeah, they're not slow by any means. Um, definitely, not, definitely a guy you're going to have some concerns about in coverage. But again, if you're coming in, if he's coming in to fill a role and more of like a pass rushing sort of run stopping role, then you know he's not going to be there on nickel downs, passing downs. And you don't have to worry about it right now. And you can he has time to develop. Uh, but man, I think the, his big knock is just size because he looks on film like he might be a little undersized for a linebacker. But holy cow, does he not play like he is undersized? That man is everywhere. He's blowing through blocks. He's making tackles for loss in the backfield, shredding left and right tackles all over the field. Uh, uh, whew, man, I'll, I'll tell you what, if they can get this guy as an undrafted free agent coming in, uh, this, this business. This guy is the limit. Oh, yeah. Because he has a lot of ability. You could easily rush him. You could easily play him at the linebacker position. You could even move him to a box safety. So, I mean, that's the thing. There's so much flexibility with this guy. And that's what you need when you're doing creative things in the defensive part of the field. You're not wrong. Yeah. You are not wrong. A receiver we've talked about already that you're a big fan of that has a lot of upside other than dookie headed quarterbacks with the fighting Illini, Mr. Josh Amaterbibi. This guy is uh he is a special talent and he's a pretty solid route runner. I really like him a lot. You know, I'm going to keep harping on the Muhammad Sanu thing until I'm made correct or made terribly wrong. But either way, I'm going to die on that hill because I believe in it that much. Um it's like a, it's like I always say, I just I just watch the film and I just break them down how they are. And I see a guy that gets in and out of his breaks well. He finds a lot of separation, which was what I'm looking for with the college, college receiver. Because when they get into the NFL, it's harder to get separation. So if they're able to get it in college, they're able to get a little bit in the NFL. And if you don't have separation, it means you have to make contested catches continuously, which makes it tougher on the quarterback, tougher on the receiver. But he's big, physical, 41-inch vert, 4-4-40, tremendous athlete, which that's what we were worried about. So he's, he could be a big-time player, and if I'm the 49ers, I'm just waiting, and he will be the best receiver the 49ers have ever gotten out of Illinois, even though they drafted one in the first round. You had to bring that up, didn't you? Jenkins. You just you had to bring it up. I didn't want to Jenkins us. Maybe you'll Jenkins bulky, and he'll do it anyway. He'll oh, do he it will. Again. He's still trying to get him. Do it, Trent. Do it again, my guy. Do it again, except maybe with Trevor Lawrence this time. Uh, anyway... A uh, matter of BB, yeah. No, I, I think the yeah. big thing is route running and separation. I, I liked what I saw in film. Um, I, I remember trying to watch film of them and trying to watch highlights, and there just wasn't that many of them. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to try and watch some game tape, like actual game tape of the kid. And once you got some game tape in your hand and you're watching him beat corners up and down the field consistently on every single drive, 
um, and just not getting the ball even thrown his way, or when the ball does get thrown his way, it's 10 yards under thrown. Um, so they're going, yeah, okay, no, I see what you see now. Because, I mean, he does. He beats corners off the break, off the jump. If you try and press the guy in space, he's physical enough that he can get fight off the press. And then, you know, since you didn't jam him the way you wanted to jam him, now he's got you right where he wants you in, in his wheelhouse. And he's able to double move, single move, inside cuts, breaks. He's really good at shifting in space and not losing speed either. So, I mean, I, I like a lot of the things that I see out of Mr. Amater BB, and he could be a huge get as an undrafted free agent. 100%. You know, you know, I'm I'm making the signing. I'm at his door as the seventh round ends, and I'm knocking because I want this guy. On draft day, we're going to get a phone call. It's going to yeah. be Ant getting a call from Lynch saying, hey, I heard you really like this Josh Amater BB fella. If he doesn't draft it, you want to go up to his show up to his house and sign him for us? Oh, I will. And I'll be like, done. 100%. Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Got it. I'll sign him right now. It's, it's He's okay. not even undrafted. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're right. I'm on it. I'm going to send him a tweet. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Send a tweet. Send a tweet. Send a tweet. Uh, next up on the list, Donovan Campbell. Tackle at a Louisiana Tech. This dude obliterates fools. I yeah. mean, this guy. This guy. He doesn't play with the greatest technique. This is why he's most likely going to go undrafted. He doesn't play with the greatest technique. He plays a little tall. But I'll tell you what. When he, once he gets his hands on guys, he is throwing them around like rag dolls. And he is mean. Yeah. Mean. Very mean. Uh, this is the Trent Brown comparison. I mean, that's, that's who he reminds me of when he's playing. He's big, physical. Um, actually moves pretty good for his size, he getting does. to second levels. In that regard, he's better than Trent Brown as far as second level blocks and that. So he can develop... He can play in the zone scheme. He's not pro- prototypical for the zone scheme because he's a little bigger than you normally see. But Trent Williams is not prototypical for the, the zone scheme as far as size, you know, the way he looks. But he plays like it. This is a guy that could definitely take as an undrafted free agent, sign him, and just really develop him. And in two years, you could be like, you know what? We've got ourselves one heck of a right tackle because I think that's where he would, you know, equate to in the NFL. And he could be a big-time player. I love the nastiness. I love the physicalness. He knocks people on the ground continuously. It'll get him. Yeah, he gets him. He's a bully. He gets him down, yep. and then you start to get back up, and he's like, "Oh, the whistle's not blowing yet." And by the way, here's one more. Here's one more. Here's three more. And but before you know it, I mean, you got a guy, especially if it's a, a younger guy in the league, and he's two, three years in as a vet. He's gonna do something stupid, get a 15 yard penalty. He's just gonna be sitting there going, well, "I don't know what happened. What just?" What? He he's just one of those guys who's just gonna nag and nag and nag on a player until they break. And he will bring the intensity level of the offensive line up. And that's what you need sometimes, that atmosphere of bully ball. And he could definitely create it. And I would love to see bully ball come to San Francisco a little bit. You know, like they did, the way it looked against Green Bay in the playoffs in 2019. It was like, it doesn't matter if you know what's coming. You can't stop it. This guy could do that for us in the run game. Undrafted free agent, developmental, definitely developmental. Yeah, definitely. But if you watch the film, it's a fun watch. It is definitely a fun watch. Not as fun as Quinn Miners. Um, no. Whitewater yeah. throwing people well, around. Well, especially because you have the fat gut hanging out. That too. Next up on the list, interior defensive lineman Josiah Bronson from the U. W. Washington. Not, <laughs> not, 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 not that U, a different U. The University of Washington. Uh, man, I'll tell you what. I'm a little surprised this guy isn't getting any sort of notoriety. Joe Tryon is getting some notoriety and some some love out there, and, and he as very well he should be. This guy looks pretty solid, man, on film. I mean, he not he doesn't blow you away, and I know the stat numbers aren't there, but technique-wise, he's where he's supposed to be. He's really, really good against the run. Really good against the run. 
and he's flexible. Mm -hmm. We saw him playing inside. We saw him playing outside on film. Uh, Ant, Ant, what are you thinking on this? Yeah, I like the hand placement. I like where he's getting the hands. He's getting extension. He's getting away. He's able to shed blocks. He's able to break double teams. He gets skinny. Um, yeah, when you're watching him, you're like, how is this guy going to possibly go undrafted? I mean, that's really what you're looking at. And I don't have an answer. Uh, the only thing I can say is his technique and skills show that he's somebody that should be drafted. I think part of the reason he's going to go towards the end of the draft or should go to the end of the draft is his size, 304 pounds. That's true. I mean, you'd like to see a little bit more size and strength because you see sometimes he does kind of get inched off his spot, especially when he was playing defensive end. He got edged out a little bit. He was still trying to set the edge, but he wasn't able to anchor the edge. And I think that's what you're looking at. But you can develop that. He can get stronger. But the technique stuff is where he excels over other guys that are just big and strong. And so when he gets that strength, he will be able to, you know, handle these guys. I think he has the frame to put on size and that once he does, he's going to be a real bear to deal with. So I would definitely get him as a developmental piece that can play the three tech spot for the 49ers. Yeah, three tech spot specifically. I mean, I think, I think that's where he's at his best. Um, he's quick enough to quick enough to off the jump that he's able to do some very unique things in space, like things we saw Javon Kinlaw do in terms of the side shuffling away and then coming back in and filling and holding gaps. He's very, very quick off the jump. Um, and like you said, hand placement, man, he does not get pushed out of his spots very often, especially when he's got his low center of gravity and his pad level where it should be. Uh, but if this put, if this kid can put some, put some muscle on, put some weight on, uh, he may be a problem for some teams because he's already got all the fundamental skill sets you need to have success at the NFL level and to be on a 53-man roster and get some playing time and get some run in games. He's got all those things. He may just need to get a little bigger. Yeah, and that initial pop where he gets into the chest plate and gets the extension is very good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Last but not least, I saved him for the very end, Ant, because this is a name that just came across. Yep. We pulled up some film, we sat down and watched, and boy, oh boy, did we enjoy watching little mini Debo out there running <laughs> around because this dude runs exactly like Debo Samuel Jr. with the ball in his hand. He runs just like him. Literally, he catches the ball in space, he starts running, and I was like, that's Debo. That's literally Debo, except even more compact than he already is and he's physical as a runner yeah. oh my is he physical okay this is 100% they're gonna try to sign him <laughs> One, right now y'all 100% if he goes undrafted the 49ers will try to sign him because he fits the mold of what they do yeah great vision um we see plays where you know they're pulling one way and it collapses he presses to the line of scrimmage jump cuts gets up the field he knows when he needs to get straight up field and when he needs to make jump cuts and make people miss. Let, let's put it this way. Madden, 99 acceleration might not be enough for this guy. Because yeah. it only it takes him like a half a step to get full speed downhill. He He's an impressive runner. He's not going to Raheem Moser you where he outruns everyone. No. But he is fast enough to get to the third level where those guys have to get angles on him and tackle him. Uh, just the short area quickness, the way he's able to break tackles too. He didn't go down with hands. It wasn't like a Matt Breida where you touched him and he fell. This guy can be physical and get through it. Yeah, 100% a fun watch, a good player. The 49ers need to sign. They will do everything they can to sign him. I would be shocked if they don't. In fact, I'd be shocked if 32 teams don't try to sign this guy. And I, I would be shocked if someone doesn't take a flyer on him in the seventh round. And if they don't, why? Uh, you should. Israel Tucker, it's a name to watch. He's probably going to be in our Dark Horse episode because this kid Guaranteed. looks special. <laughs> looks special. We're very high on this guy. Just came across our desk. Man, I mean, this is what happens. Though. The more you watch film, the more time goes on. 
the more you get to start taking a deeper dive and deeper look at some of these players and every once in a while one comes across that's just like man i feel like this guy's gonna be special and this this guy he, he checks a lot of those boxes and get that feeling yeah i think so I, I think he's gonna be something special something to watch curious where he ends up because that'll make a big difference about how he plays why wouldn't you want to go and try to play for Kyle Shanahan yeah, in this if system? If I'm an undrafted running back, there's only one team in yeah. San Francisco and Kyle Shanahan. Oh, I'm like, oh, you mean all the rest of your running backs are undrafted? Yeah, I'm going to go there. Hi. Sign me up today. Yeah, this guy remind, This guy is similar to Jamichael Hasty. Mm-hmm. He really is similar to him, except I think he's more explosive. Yeah, there, there's a chance. There's a chance. I want to see him against some NFL-level talent, but, I mean, yeah, it looks like it. It looks like it. And like I said, the the way he runs, the physicality in which he runs with, man, I love it. I really do. You love that in a runner. That's my favorite part about Debo Samuel as a runner. And he runs just like him. So if we can get this guy in, you got Debo and Debo Jr. out there running around, I'll, I'll be I'll be all for it. And I think he has a chance to make the team. I think he could push and make the team. He has a, yeah, there, a guess. Wayne Gallman, thanks for signing. You later. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, he, this guy could make it, and they'd be afraid of losing him like they did Salvan Ahmed last year. And in, in all honesty, too, um, the cap hit for him is going to be a lot less than a Wayne Gallman. So 100%. Yep. Free up that money. Yep. Free up that money, baby. <laughs> Got to free up that money. Let us know what you think down below about these undrafted guys that we just targeted. Did we leave anyone out? Don't say TJ Vasher, Gary. It's coming. Don't worry about it. Is there anyone that we should have said? Is there anyone that we said that you hate? Is there anyone that you said that we liked? Let us know about it down below. And while you're down there, don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to smash that notification bell because the draft is so, so close. And you need to make sure you join us. Come join us for our watch party. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to be live for round one, live stream. It's going to be absolutely great. But don't worry. We're going to be here for round two as well. We are? As soon as the 49ers go on the clock, we will be here with all the reaction and answering all the questions and talking back and forth with you. Make sure you're here. It's going to be a lot of fun. These reactions are going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super pumped for this, super excited. Draft time is the best time. And until next time, stay safe, 49ers. Remember the right way. Is always always the 49ers 49ers way. way.